Hello, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. As we approach the end of the school year, our 12th graders are patiently awaiting that culminating walk across the stage to receive that diploma. Yet sometimes, the qualifications needed to do that get overlooked, causing lots of anxiety for family members and everybody involved at the last minute. Here to help us understand what to watch out for is someone who's shaken the hands of many successful graduates, the principal of Campbell High School, Dr. Gene Walker. Welcome to the podcast, Gene. Thank you. Cobb County graduates a whopping 8,000 seniors each year. As a high school principal, what has been the biggest challenge that you've seen in, in your, your seniors? I think keeping seniors motivated to focus in on their academic coursework, to come to school on a daily basis, is the most challenging part of that senior year. Senioritis is a real thing, <laughs> and parents and students need to be aware that um, and anticipate that that could be a potential problem. It's amazing that for some reason we put graduation during springtime. Right. Why didn't we make it during winter months when they want to stay in Side and work on stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody messed up at the beginning, I guess. So um, it, it's not just a matter of focusing on the academics, but it's, it's even a challenge just to keep them in the classroom, right? That's right. Um, the bed is sometimes hard to get out of the bed <laughs> in the morning uh, for everybody, but to particularly for seniors. They they know the finish line is so close uh-huh. and it's, it's just, for some reason, seniors want it to be over fast and they don't want to have to work hard, as hard as they have for the previous three years. The senior year is viewed as, you know, the best year of high school. Uh-huh. And so sometimes the attention on the fun pieces of the high school experience take a over the focus on the academic It gets pieces. a little out of balance That's there, right. I guess. That's right. Wow. So one of the things that, that has caught my eye is the HOPE Scholarship. What does it take to actually earn the, the HOPE Scholarship? Well, the HOPE Scholarship is Georgia's lottery-funded scholarship program for students with high academic marks. And there are really two levels of the HOPE Scholarship currently. There is a 3.0 HOPE Scholarship that covers tuition, mm-hmm. 75% of tuition. And then there is the Zell Miller Scholarship, which requires a 3.7 GPA and covers the full cost of college tuition for in-state schools. One thing that many parents and students aren't aware of initially is HOPE scholarship eligibility is based on an unweighted GPA. So students who have taken honors, advanced placement, international baccalaureate courses earn extra quality points on their GPA. That's why sometimes you'll see GPAs of 4.5, 4.6, reflecting a student that has taken so many advanced courses. But for HOPE scholarship eligibility, only the unweighted GPA, which is the GPA with all of those additional quality points stripped away, is what used is what is used as the eligibility marker. And luckily, it's on the top of the transcript for mm-hmm. every student when they review their transcript, generally at the beginning of every year or when uh, they're scheduling classes for the following school year. So it's just really important that students and their parents are aware of that unweighted GPA. Additionally, in the last four years, a Another qualification for Zell Miller scholarship was added, and that is the requirement for 
rigorous coursework. Currently, graduates are rec- who are eligible for the Zell Miller Scholarship have to have taken at least four core content classes that have this higher level of rigor. So even yeah. though the quality points are stripped away, you still have to have taken those classes. And those are generally advanced placement classes, higher level math, science, higher level foreign language courses, and advanced placement courses. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, that explains a lot. Uh, you, you've got uh, these graduates uh, typically, uh, well, not just the valedictorian, salutatorian, but uh, a lot of graduates with right. more than a 4.0 GPA. We used to say 4.0 was the pinnacle back in my day, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's quite insightful. What resources do some of our, our struggling students have that uh, can help keep them on track for graduation. I, I know that sometimes as a, a student, you lose sight of what's available and, mm-hmm. and it just becomes, you know, work harder. But there's there's a better way than just working harder. There's a, a what? what? What could they turn to? Well, I think there are many resources at every school to assist students who are struggling, particularly seniors. Number one, the student needs to advocate for themselves. And when they see that they are, their grade is falling and they're struggling with their coursework, the the first line of defense is to talk to the teacher and find out what other resources might be available. Or is there a top, an opportunity to reassess in um, certain Units, is there an opportunity to study some online materials? We have multiple programs available to help prepare students uh, for the coursework that they're involved in. So the teacher is the first line of defense, and I would say their school counselor is the second line of defense in terms of uh, finding available resources. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many schools have a graduation coach that works with students, particularly that are struggling, to help make sure they have not only the academic supports, but the social-emotional supports, uh, doing everything from following up on attendance, uh, setting timers on their phone, so they, and somebody mm. something is waking them up in the morning to get them to school on time, and just following up and checking in and seeing all how the, they're doing. All the little things that, mm-hmm. that make life a lot easier. I know some students are in uh, home situations that require them to uh, maybe have a, a job right. that's eating away at their, their uh, study time. So uh, those are good resources to have to help those students and, and any student who's struggling with, with academics. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's really important as well that parents continue to monitor their seniors. Uh, there, there's a tendency to let our seniors uh, self-monitor and be, you want them to have their independence. But I would encourage every parent to make sure that they are checking on the grades periodically to prevent their student from getting into a hole that's too big to dig out of. So parent view is uh, your friend. Make sure that you have access. And if you don't have access, make sure that you contact the school and get that access so you can continue to monitor closely. You know, it's funny, you, you kind of touched on something that I hadn't hadn't even thought of, and that is, you know, we think about the student pushing through that, that finish line, but it's also a finish line for parents. That's right. <laughs> we, we start off in uh, kindergarten, first grade, elementary years, just looking over their shoulder every minute of the day, just about, but the parents really need to stay tuned in 
until they walk across that stage, right? That is true. That is true. At the end of the day, we are still talking about children uh-huh. and uh, responsibility is still a learned behavior, something that they're working on. So it's important that the parents stay in tune to the grades, pay attention to graduation information as it's posted on school websites, on counselor pages, and the voicemails and email blasts that come out about graduation because sometimes the details slip through the cracks with their senior and they Mm -hmm. may not listen and hear that they need to order a cap and gown for graduation. Uh, You know, those are little things that you've got to have. There are checklists that have to be completed prior to graduation to make sure the student has fulfilled all of their obligations in terms of books that are due, fees and fines that might have accumulated over the school year that we just kind of ignored to see if they wouldn't go away. (laughs) And one of the things that we have here in Cobb that helps parents stay tuned in as well as the students is CTLS. Uh, CTLS Parent is coming online, and that will be a huge benefit to uh, those parents who have graduating seniors coming up. Yes, sir, that will be. I think any way that you can stay in tune to what's going on in your child's academic life is only going to help you and help them be successful and reach that graduation milestone. One thing you mentioned was the uh, the checklist and so forth. I don't know if it, does every high school in Cobb County operate the exact same way on on that end of things. There'll be some idiosyncrasies that are specific to individual high schools, but in general, we all have a graduation packet with mm-hmm. all the ins and outs of everything that occurs during the graduation activities, as well as student requirements, things that they need to do to make sure that they are ready for graduation. Generally in the spring, most schools will have a parent meeting so that parents can hear face and see face-to-face mm-hmm. the information. And then they're posted on schools' websites, on counselors' pages for later reference. Students are always given the information in writing, but we know that what goes in a book bag doesn't always make it home <laughs> to mom and dad. So there are other resources to find that information. And it's always good to have an online version just in case. Yes, definitely. So as students are approaching the end of the year and uh, that end of course testing process begins, tell us about the impact of finals and what uh, students and parents can do to, uh, to, to get through that, to get to graduation? Well, seniors take their finals a little bit earlier than the other students in the spring Mm -hmm. so that we know exactly who is graduation eligible in the month of May in time to do the work we need to do to prepare for graduation. Uh, The students staying on track in their academic courses leading up to the final exam is going to facilitate their success on finals. Finals are generally 10 to 20 percent of the final grade. So if you've got a student that's hovering on the CDF line, Mm -hmm. uh, the final could potentially knock them out of eligibility if it's a required course for graduation. So that's why it's so important that that parents stay on top of it. Sometimes um, they're they're still going to have to parent and tell their student, no, this this is important. This is a milestone in your life. You've got to put down the cell phone. You've got to um, stay off of social media uh, and focus on preparing for your courses so you can finish strong. And it's not just uh, 
being able to graduate. It's uh, being able to keep that GPA up, as you mentioned earlier, uh, to be able to qualify for some of those scholarships out there. To qualify for scholarships and to be uh, accepted into the colleges of your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all colleges have a minimum GPA of some sort. So monitoring, you don't want to trash your GPA in mm-hmm. the final year of school. And, and the really, really competitive colleges stay alert to what seniors are doing and and uh, look at the rigor of coursework taken throughout their senior year in making some of those final determinations of acceptance. The worst thing a senior can do is slack off to the point that it's hard for them to get back on track when they enter college and remember the study skills and the study mm-hmm. habits and the discipline that it takes to be successful at that college level. So that's why we really discourage students from um changing their schedules at the last minute in the senior year, uh, dropping down to a minimum day where where you might have one period off. Uh, it works for some students that might need to work, mm-hmm. uh, but it's generally not viewed positively by the challenging and competitive colleges. Is Hope Scholarship also available for uh, trade schools and, and technical schools uh, after graduation? It is. The state of Georgia has identified 17 high demand careers mm-hmm. and students who are interested in pursuing studies in those areas at our technical and community colleges can qualify for the Hope Scholarship in those those careers. OK, so that GPA is important to everyone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Very important to know. When seniors are in the springtime, flowers are blooming, they're looking out the window and being tempted to not do their schoolwork, they finally get get past the academics, and then it gets to the actual graduation ceremony itself. Why? I've heard some, some seniors say that they don't want to actually do the graduation ceremony itself. They don't want to walk, as it were. Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Do you have any insight on that? Well, it can it can be a variety of reasons. I think yeah, it is a ceremonious occasion, and sometimes students don't want to be burdened with the the cost of cap and gown rental. Mm. They, you know, maybe they're personal life has become very busy, job demands, et cetera, and their schedule is such that they just don't want to take the time to attend the practices and jump through a couple of hoops that need to be jumped through to have the privilege of walking and graduation. So um, I think the adults in every school building that work with seniors will encourage them to participate not only for themselves, because it is such a life milestone, Mm -hmm. but for their parents and extended family that want to be able to celebrate this accomplishment. So sometimes it's much more important for the family Uh than it is for the graduate. Now, as I understand it, for for a student to actually graduate, they don't just have to have that that GPA and so forth, but they actually have to as you said, jump through some some hoops. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Generally, every school has a graduation checklist form that students will need to complete. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and turn in before graduation practices begin, just showing that they have uh, taken care of their financial responsibilities, such as turning in textbooks, calculators, practice uniforms uh, for athletics, band uniform material. So in anything that they may have borrowed from the school or used from the school that needs to be turned in. And there are things like parking tickets and other fees and fines that sometimes um kind of collect until the end of the school year, and they have to show that they've cleared all of those obligations before they can participate in practice. And the practice itself is a requirement, right? Yes, yes. In order for it to to be timely and not go on for hours and, and bore our guests, even the graduates, uh, the practice helps us to keep a smooth pace and proceed. In some schools, such as mine, where you're graduating over 600 seniors, it needs to be um, pop, 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 <laughs> pop. Everybody's uh, marching and moving quickly so we can uh, get that accomplished. I can imagine that is quite a handful to uh, to manage. Yes, at the it moment. is. It is. You've been listening to the principal of Campbell High School, Dr. Gene Walker. Thank you so much for your insights, Gene. They, they've been My pleasure. very helpful and interesting to hear. If you're concerned about where your student stands in graduation qualifications, just contact your school's counselor's office. And don't forget that you and your family members can watch most graduations online simply by visiting the district's homepage at www.cobk12.org and clicking on the link that will appear at that time. And listeners, I'm excited to let you know that this podcast is also available to you on Spotify as well as iTunes and Stitcher. So please pass the word. Thank you for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.